Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2480. Straight Talk About Protein and Kidney Damage by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Straight Talk About Protein and Kidney Damage by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net The idea that a high-protein diet puts stress on the kidneys that are unable to handle is something that people have been arguing about for years. It dates back to the early 1980s when Dr. Barry Brenner proposed a link between high-protein diets and the progression of renal disease. And of course, renal refers to the kidneys. In short, the Brenner hypothesis proposes that eating large amounts of protein on a regular basis has a negative effect on kidney function by increasing both glomerular pressure and renal hyperfiltration. This compromises renal function, which in turn increases the risk for or the progression of renal disease. It's true that a low-protein diet helps to prevent the deterioration in renal function in patients with renal failure. That's because one of the main jobs of the kidneys is to remove the end products of protein metabolism from the body. They act like a bit of a sieve filtering out any unwanted substances in the blood and sending them to the bladder where they can be removed in the urine. But the majority of scientific evidence cited by Brenner and his colleagues were generated from animal models and patients with existing renal disease. While protein restriction may be suitable for treating someone with existing kidney disease, there's no evidence to show that high-protein intakes can lead to kidney damage in healthy individuals. A study by Belgian researchers examined the diets of young male athletes to see if their high levels of protein intake had any negative impact on kidney function. One group consisted solely of bodybuilders, while subjects in group two took part in a variety of sports such as cycling, judo, and rowing. On average, the bodybuilders consumed about 3,900 calories each day and 169 grams of protein per day or about 1.9 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. Group 2 consumed around 2,600 calories and 99 grams of protein daily, or about 1.4 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. Some of the bodybuilders consumed up to 2.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight, 
Despite the high levels of dietary protein, blood and urine samples showed that all markers of kidney function were well within the normal range. In a 12-month study of 68 overweight men and women, a low-carbohydrate diet providing around 130 grams of protein per day had no adverse effects on renal function compared to a high-carbohydrate diet providing roughly 85 grams of protein per day. There were no significant changes in creatinine levels in the blood or estimated glomerular filtration rate, both of which are used to check how well the kidneys are working. University of Connecticut researchers reached a similar conclusion when they reviewed years of research on the subject. After trawling through dozens of studies on dietary protein and renal function, they found no research carried out on healthy individuals to demonstrate a clear link between increased dietary protein intake and a detrimental strain on the kidneys. Their conclusion reads as follows, quote, although excessive protein intake remains a health concern in individuals with pre-existing renal disease, the literature lacks significant research demonstrating a link between protein intake and the initiation or progression of renal disease in healthy individuals. More importantly, evidence suggests that protein-induced changes in renal function are likely a normal adaptive mechanism well within the functional limits of a healthy kidney. Without question, long-term studies are needed to clarify the scant evidence currently available regarding this relationship. At present, there is not sufficient proof to warrant public health directives aimed at restricting dietary protein intake in healthy adults for the purpose of preserving renal function. End quote. When researchers from Florida's Nova Southeastern University compared two protein intakes over an eight-week period, 2.3 grams of protein per kilogram body weight versus 3.4 grams of protein per kilogram body weight per day, they found no evidence to suggest that the high intake of protein had any kind of adverse effect on the kidneys. Despite the high levels of dietary protein, markers of kidney function remained well within the normal range. What's more, Protein has formed a safe part of the human diet for many years, and there's no good reason to believe that this level of intake is unhealthy or unsafe. You just listened to the post titled Straight Talk About Protein and Kidney Damage by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net, and I'll be right back with my commentary. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search, but what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When I was in school, taking some of my advanced nutrition classes, 
we learned that eating too much protein can damage the kidneys. That was what researchers had found at the time. But as Christian said in today's article, that has changed over time. And again, one caveat to this, of course, if someone has underlying kidney disease and their doctor says that they need to reduce their protein intake, then that's absolutely what they should do. But back to this idea that in healthy individuals, too much protein can kill the kidneys. The unfortunate thing is when it comes to nutrition advice, these types of reversals in thinking, like again, high protein intakes can lead to kidney damage, can lead to mistrust. But we need to remember, changes to nutrition recommendations over time should actually lead to more trust. Let me give you an example. If there were lots of studies that found that extra protein didn't increase the risk for kidney damage, and in spite of all this evidence, the nutrition recommendations never changed, wouldn't that be worse? It's actually a really good thing that more studies are being conducted and that nutrition recommendations change based on these studies. If the recommendations never changed, that would actually be a reason to mistrust guidelines. Medicine, nutrition, exercise science. In each of these fields, we are learning more and more about how the human body responds to each thanks to evolving science. So when it comes to nutrition reversals like these, where we change our thoughts about what we're recommending, that's actually a very good thing. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here every day and sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great start to your week and I'll be back here tomorrow, as usual, where your optimal life awaits.